What is up, everybody? Well, the the season has come and gone. It is another episode of Fair File, the final one of 2022. Jose Tabot alongside Norb Carrera. Well, Norb, that's it. Baseball's done. We won't see it again till uh till the new year. Uh yeah. what a ride, huh? What a ride this year. It it was, yeah. And I'm heartbroken that uh, the season is, is over. Uh this is like uh quite frankly one of the best seasons I've ever watched. There's there's just so much uh, you know, a lot of surprises and a lot of a lot of highlights and uh history making uh times like Aaron Judge's uh record breaking uh, home run uh, record. Um it's uh, yeah, it's it's been a, an, an amazing season. Uh, you know, I'll never forget it. Uh, Dusty Baker winning the World Series, yeah. Time, so a lot of uh, highlights and a lot of great moments. Uh, yeah, it's been such a ride. Yeah, sure. let's let's touch up on that first. Of course, everybody knows by now. Obviously, we're recording this way after the fact. The Houston Astros in six games becoming uh, World Series champions yet again for the first time since the controversial 2017, winning it in six games against the Philadelphia Phillies, who had an amazing Cinderella run, unfortunately come up short, come up very, very, very short. Uh, and of course, they took game one. So obviously it made you wonder, hey, do we have something here? But of course, that Astros no hitter uh, in game three, just really game three or game four really just set the tone from there. For the Astros, and of course, again, sealing the deal at home. And of course, for the first time since 2013, a team captures their championship in front of their home fans, which was a, a drought. Oh, my goodness. So long overdue. The fact that there's been no home field uh, champion since then, it's it's unbelievable. Yes. So uh, so the Astros taking it all. And um, I, I mean, I, 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 I said I said Astros in four. I, I'm happy that the Phillies put up a fight. Yeah. They put up one heck of a fight, but again, that no hitter just, of course, the second only the second no hitter in World Series history. The first being, I believe, Don Larson with the Dodgers, um, many moons ago. So, uh, what do you what do you think sealed the deal for the Astros? I think it's their solid pitching uh, from the starting and also the bullpen. It, they they were lights out this this whole series, and uh, Jeremy Pena, who continues to entertain us throughout the season. And into the to the playoffs, uh, it, it really is. A, you know, he's a special kid. Uh, I think that the Astros uh, were a complete team with a good starting pitching from Framber Valdez to Justin Berlander to uh, Christian Javier, and all the way down to the bullpen uh, to Ryan Presley. Uh, they were a solid lights out team, and uh, you know to uh, to to also like the highlight the. Uh, the, the the hitting for for the Astros, uh, they, you know they they're they just continue on to dominate uh, throughout the throughout the year. I mean they started off slow uh, in the 2022 season and then they just picked it up right after the Angels, uh, you know, went on that losing streak. The Astros just continued on like you know they were they were probably just like playing <laughs> playing possum right up until that point and then they just continued to roll from there. Uh, and it took over the division and uh, really took over the playoffs. So I, I thought to me that uh, Dusty, Dusty uh, Baker's, uh, you know, leadership and that uh, whole, uh, you know, uh, coaching staff has really played an integral role, uh, you know, in, into uh, molding this Houston Astros team. Like, uh, you know, they, they continue to dominate. They continue to uh, uh, be who they are. And hopefully, uh, you know, they would they would be the same team uh, next year. I mean, we've seen Jordan Alvarez' uh, stellar uh, playoff uh, performance uh, during earlier on, and also Jeremy Pena. 
uh, and, and all those guys. So terrific job for the Astros. Heads up, your mic is cracking. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, you're good. Just uh, just in case. Okay. Um. So, again, all great points uh, about the Astros. But I do want to ask, where do the Phillies go from here? I mean, again, the, a team that was, you could say, was not supposed to be in the World Series. I think a lot of people will probably say that that there was a, this is a team that was not expected or maybe quote unquote shouldn't be in the World Series. They proved everybody wrong. They really pushed themselves to the limits that I think that maybe only Philadelphia fans know as compared to the rest of the league. A wild card team barely snuck in the playoffs, made it this far. Where do you think the Phillies go from here? And of course, it's not going to be the best of starts as defending National League champions, knowing that Bryce Harper is going to be out until potentially the All-Star break in next July. Where do they go from here following a loss like that? Um, I really don't know um, how they're going to start their season in 2023. I mean, uh, that, that's the question that uh, they want to ask themselves is, is are they going to continue on with the momentum from last year? I know they, they lost the World Series and they came so close to winning uh, with, with the strong uh, performance that they that they showed uh, in, in the uh, earlier on uh, in the in the earlier rounds uh, against the Atlanta Braves. Um, and, you know, it, it's just a, it's just a matter of like trying to continue the momentum like they won't have Bryce Harper for a number of months. He'll be out of action. And, uh, I mean, they, they still have uh, Nick Castellanos and um, uh, Kyle Schwarber to, to pick up the slack. But uh, they're, they're really missing their big portion of the lineup. Um, are they st- uh, still going to have Gene Segura in the team? Uh, we don't know for sure. I mean, it's, it's going to, um, I think, going to be a, a slow start again for the Phillies, like what they did last year in 2022. And it's just a matter of, like, picking up the slack in the middle of the season where they really, uh, you know, start lighting the fire and uh, began to uh, turn it up. Um, but that, that's the question that they need to ask in 2023. And is um, Zach Wheeler going to stay strong? Is uh, Aaron Nola going to stay strong throughout uh, next year? So a lot of questions that, that Dave Dombrowski and the organization have, have to ask themselves, like, are they going to go after another uh, bat in, in the lineup, are they going to go after pitching? Are they going to get go after an infielder? Uh, th- those are the questions that they need to ask for twenty twenty three. Well, I think I think it's I think a good point. Like, like I like I said is you know with Bryce Harper gone until the All Star break because of Tommy John surgery, which again you hear very you rarely hear for for a, for a, for a position player for a, for a fielder. And and knowing that he can't even probably won't even be in the outfield when he comes back, he's most likely gonna. And again, what a great time for the uh, for the National League to to finally implement the designated hitter. Um, I think they start off by getting maybe getting another another crucial bat in the lineup, uh, some somebody to replace Bryce Harper for the time being, because um, they're gonna need it. I think they're definitely going to need it. Like I and use that for use that for the first half of the season, because yeah, I think that if they want to replicate what they did. Again, at least in in the in the last half of the season and into the postseason, they're going to need to find that strong bat that they that that they're that they're going to lose for for the first half of the season if they want that thing to keep themselves in consideration. Not that they're it's the be all end all because again, yes, you do have support like you said, like um, like Aaron Nola, for example, like in the rotation. That's going to be a crucial crucial bat, and at this point, like Harper is basically 
breathing Philadelphia red at this rate. Like, like he's like become the heart and soul of that of that of that team. Not to mention, it's probably like you can say that he's probably the sole reason why Philadelphia got got as far as they did with with all his clutch homers and the way he performed in the postseason. It's something that I think that if the Phillies don't replace soon, or at least try to replace with something at least like maybe not of equal caliber, at least close to it. If they don't do that, I think it's going to be a very, very unpleasant start for the Phillies in 2023. So as we, so as as our as the sun sets on that on, on the uh, as the sun sets on that with with the postseason and everything, obviously you got to look at now what are teams going to look like? How are they going to be, you know, like going into the season on their own? I think of course that also means who's going to go where. And obviously the biggest name right now in free agency is Aaron Judge. There was a video of Aaron Judge. Um, a couple of weeks ago or last week where he's winking and uh, kind of subtly hinting. He's like, Hey, I'm in San Francisco <laughs> to visit family, maybe have a couple of meetings in there. So he knows what is going on. What is going on? Does he go back to the Bronx or does he go home to San Francisco? Uh, I don't mean to uh, break the Yankees fans hearts, but I think he's going to move to the West. Um, as you noticed that uh, not too long ago, I, I posted a poll in the inter- Instagram story and uh, there were people voting for yes for Aaron Judge to sign with the Giants, and I, I think to him, uh, in my opinion, that he's possibly going to be happy over there to move back home. I mean, we've seen Freddie Freeman move back home to California, where his family is. So I'm not surprised if Aaron Judge is going to follow suit. I mean, you know, we we saw. The Brooklyn Dodgers leave New York. We've seen the New York Giants <laughs> uh, leave New York. So uh, it the, the trend continues, like, you know, people moving from east to west. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, last year we saw Freddie Freeman leave for the Dodgers. Uh, he, he left Atlanta there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, could the trend continue on with Aaron Judge signing a huge contract with the Giants? I think it's an ideal place for him. After you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, being treated in New York, even though that he uh, had a historic season there in this possible final year, but I, I think to me, the Giants is an ideal place for Aaron Judge. Uh, I mean, of course, the Giants could use a presence li- like like Aaron Judge. The Giants only six games short of the wild card, uh, and, and the, the, they came up just short and to make it to the postseason, which of course. Um, course the Phillies took that sneakily that last spot in the wild card which we all know how it ended up for the Phillies um and then the Giants ending up third in the division race uh I, I mean again with, with the powerhouse like with the powerhouse like um like like the Padres and the Dodgers really the Giants really had nowhere to go at least for the division wise adding Aaron Judge would be would be tremendous and I think again I think that team has potential I think the Giants do have the team because again, like they they finished at 500 on the dot at 500. They were they were they had a couple of like they had a couple of good hot streaks at the start of the year. Came just a little bit short. I think a bat like Aaron Judge in a ballpark like that. I think Aaron Judge uh, does just fine. Uh, any other key free agents that you think are like like do you like where do you think like guys like for example like Nimmo are going to go? Like what other big free agent names do you see making switches uh, across the league or or stay put? Well, uh, with the departure of Rymel Tapia from the Blue Jays, I, I think uh, the Jays will keep uh, tabs with Brendan Immel. Uh He's a solid, uh, uh, he could play left field, he can play center. He's a strong outfielder and also a good, uh, you know, clutch bat um, that uh, can really help the Blue Jays out. So I think 
Yes, Brandon Nemo is a key free agent. Carlos Rodon um, being eyed on uh, by the uh, Minnesota Twins. I mean, a, a great um, season that he had last year, even though one season with the Giants, but he's a tremendous left-handed pitcher that could help any team out. Minnesota is in the forefront for that. Trey Turner, possibly one of my uh, biggest uh, free agents uh, that m- will probably make a big splash, in my opinion, like wherever he goes. So uh, a lot of tremendous talent, uh, you know, Xander Bogarts uh, and, um, and Rafael Devers. Uh, those are massive, massive names that any team can, can go after. So we're going to see a lot of spectacular contracts uh, being flying out the window here uh, this, this offseason. Who do you, which team do you think needs the most, at least in terms of contenders? Because obviously, you know, I think obviously the bottom feeder teams, it's going to be a while for them to kind of, you know, kind of spring up. Which team do you think is, is des- do you think may make desperate moves or probably is the most desperate to make something, sp- to, to get something to that splashes, to get something going for them? I think to me, uh, in, in the American League especially, I mean, it's it's long overdue. The the Anaheim Angels needs to do something. <laughs> uh, I know they have Shohei Otani, they have Mike Trout, but they, that's the only two key guys they have. I mean, they they just uh, acquired Hunter Renfro as uh, you know part of their part of their lineup, but they need more than that. They they need starting pitching. They need a solid solid bullpen. So. If uh, they find it in their, uh, you know, cash flow to organize something and go after a big name, I think they sh- that they should go after another another uh, solid starting pitching, uh, you know, in that team. Carlos Rodon's available, guys. Come on, like he signed <laughs> one year with the the Giants. Keep him in the West Coast because I think he loves it there. <laughs> um, and yeah, definitely the the Angels need possibly another another big bat. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, uh, free agents out there that they need to go after it. Like, I mean, it's it's long overdue. Like the, the Angels went on that losing streak after starting hot in 2022. But I, I, I really think a lot of people want to see Shohei Otani, want to see Mike Trout in the postseason game. And I think one or two core guys uh, to, to add to that roster will definitely help the Angels in the long run. I mean, it, it's long overdue. I guess that's something that we'll see how it unfolds for the Angels. Because, again, like that contract with Mike Trout, again, so far, so far, it's still pretty bad. I, I, I do, do you know anybody that likes that contract? I sure as hell don't. <laughs> I know you don't like it. Do you think, yeah. is there anybody out there do you think legitimately likes that contract that they got for Mike Trout? I, I don't think so. It's, yeah. it's, it's a one-of-a-kind contract. Uh, we've seen a lot of ginormous lifetime contracts out there that has been signed. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, Manny Machado. Bryce Harper, all signing long-term for the rest of their lives in that one one team. So, um, yeah, Mike Trout is uh, on top of that food chain. Uh, and I, I won't be surprised if we see another one or two. Well, uh, before we go, before we go, your early prediction for champions uh, next November, next November, <laughs> next October. If you, well, had to, if you had to say right now, if, you had to, if there's a team that you think right now like has has the potential. Who do you think it is? I think long overdue again. Uh, I would say, uh, but you know what? Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, you know baseball fans out there. A lot of uh, front office personnel. I think they they really want the New York Yankees to win the World Series. It's been what thirteen years. 
uh so, 2009 was their last uh, world series but yeah, yeah. so it, it will be no well it's uh yeah 13 years is they're gonna be under 14 without making the world yeah. series since in, then in in their history in their history this is actually one of their longest droughts of no world series titles so i think something is going to give i mean um you know if if they if they cut aaron judge loose they're still gonna go after a big bat anyway they're gonna improve their starting rotation for sure so I think to me, the, my, my early prediction would be the New York Yankees. I mean, for them, it, it, it again, it is long overdue that they need to win one. <laughs> well, I'm going to be biased. I'm just going to say the Blue Jays just because they'll forever be in my heart and I'm forever hoping for the best. Well, that'll do it in 2022. Norba, very, very fun year indeed. Absolutely a fun Thank year you. indeed. I think, I think, uh, obviously we'll be, we'll see what happens in 2023. I'm ready to go for another season of this, uh, have, have more fun, uh, just talking about what the heck goes on in, in the world of baseball. Um, spring training, not that far away. Well, depending on when you're listening to, but another a couple of months away until February, and then it all starts again. So have a, have a great holiday season, everybody. Enjoy the, enjoy the winter. If you're, well, if you're in Canada, if you like, if you love snow like me, then have a great time. If not, then get to your closest, uh, hot destination as possible uh thank you for listening throughout the year i know i know i know i speak for no one said we had a lot of fun talking about baseball because we love baseball that's all that matters at the end of the day so enjoy your holiday season enjoy the winter break uh, for nor Rivera. i'm jose tawada thank you happy holidays happy new year and we will see you uh as soon as pitchers and catchers report in 2023 have a great one we'll talk to you soon see ya